I'm Allie Burks, the worship leader for the local church, and you're listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast, featuring sermons from our Sunday liturgy. The local church is a bold and inclusive new faith community in Chatham County, North Carolina, committed to being with and for one another, our community, and the world. We gather for the work of worship every Sunday morning at 930 at House of Hops in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you have a place at the local church, and we'd love to see you. Well, good evening, friends. Again, Merry Christmas. I want to say again what a joy it is to be here with all of you at the barn of Chapel Hill for our first ever Christmas Eve service as the local church. You are making history tonight, whether you know it or not. We are uh, grateful also for Kara and Chris uh, and your hospitality here in the barn tonight. Thanks be to God and so many others who helped make this night possible. We are so, so grateful. If this is your first time with us, among us at the local church, there are a few things uh, that we say every time we gather. And if you're not new uh, among us, then it's good to hear them again. First, the first thing we say, your presence here matters. It makes a difference. Your presence is a gift to us and a gift to this world. Just by showing up, just by being here, you are a part of what God is doing. Just by showing up, you're a part of what God is doing. That's not just lip service. As Ali said, we mean it. Just by being here, you are actually, tangibly, really for real making a difference. And that's because for every card that we receive, a card that's in your bulletins, uh, every card that we receive tonight when we collect the offering, we will make a donation in your honor to the organization of your choice or cause of your choice that's on the back of that card. There should be pins along the chairs. Uh, share, make a friend if you don't have one. Um, uh, but we're doing this because it's Christmas. All you got to do, write your name, uh, fill out your contact info so that we can uh, come to know you more fully and stay in touch. Put a check mark in whatever box you want, and then we'll handle the rest. So know that your presence here matters. It makes a difference. And we give God thanks that you are here tonight on this holiest of nights. And the second thing that we say as often as we gather is that at the local church, all belong. Everybody belongs, period, full stop. Whoever you are, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, whether you are a seasoned veteran uh, or you're just dipping your toe into the waters of faith, wherever you are on your journey, you have a place at the local church. You belong. We seek to live in love like Jesus did, with arms wide open, and we believe that we are better together. So if you hear nothing else tonight, hear that. You belong. You have a place here. It may not be the first time that you've heard the Christmas story that uh, Fiona read so beautifully and that you participated in. I've read the same Christmas story from the second chapter of Luke's gospel, Luke's narrative retelling of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus uh, for many years. Before I was a pastor, I read it each year with my younger brother and sister. They'd pull in their sleeping bags and sometimes even their mattresses. It was a wild time into my bedroom. Uh, and I would read the story aloud before we'd all attempt to fall asleep at night there, and still in my room, kept awake with visions of Xbox games or iPods um, that were surely going to await us the next morning. It became uh, reading the story in my bedroom uh, the night before Christmas Day on Christmas Eve. It became one of our family's most enduring Christmas traditions. And to this day, I, I still read the story every year like it's my job. because it is. 
and I love it. You heard the story, again, the story of Joseph and Mary traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem, the story of Jesus' birth uh, to a, uh, in a barn where there, because there was no room for them along the way, the story of shepherds keeping their watch over flocks by night, visited by angels who announce good news of great joy for all the people. The story of how these shepherds then race to see the child for themselves. You heard the story again. But quick question for you tonight. This is going to seem like a non sequitur. Do you ever have those moments? Do you ever have those moments when you get going in your day and you stop and you wonder, did I brush my teeth? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I did. But did I? Did I put deodorant on today? <laughs> You're pretty sure you did, but you don't remember actually doing it. And I wonder if in some ways the story has become sort of like that for us. Because even though we may have heard it before, I wonder if the story in a way has lost some of its richness, some of its power, because it's maybe become so familiar, so watered down, so rote, so regular that we don't even pay attention anymore. What would it mean to reclaim the wonder of this night and of this story, to experience again the surprise, to hear it like we did with fresh ears? Because when that happens, when that happens, we might experience disbelief at the fact that Jesus was born in a barn. In a barn, y'all, not a climate-controlled, beautiful barn like this one, (laughs) but a barn that smells like a barn. You know what I'm talking about. Be like today if Jesus was born in an emergency shelter or at a truck stop, in an abandoned house, outside a gas station. This is how God chooses to come into our world, born to an unwed teen mom and her carpenter fiance. And if that's not enough, there are angels out of nowhere. First there's one, maybe the shepherds are wondering if their eyes are playing tricks on them, or maybe they start to question what they had for lunch. But then an angel, turns into another angel, and then angel after angel after angel appears in the night sky, filling their world with brightness, with light, and they can no longer deny the reality of what is happening right before their eyes. The shepherds were terrified, terrified. Can you imagine? Of course they were terrified. And speaking of the shepherds, in those days, shepherding was one of the worst jobs you could have. Shepherds were poor, homeless, migrant workers who lived and slept among the animals day in and day out. If you couldn't do anything else, you could be a shepherd. They were despised. They were outcast. But these were the very first to hear the good news of Jesus' birth. This is a wild story. It's full of surprise and bewilderment, and the threat, the threat of sitting with it a bit longer tonight is that we might realize that this story doesn't make much sense in the world we live in today. In fact, it might even challenge some things, disrupt some things, because in this story we find a God who doesn't cozy up with the powerful or come to reign with brute force, but instead shows up in the stillness of a night small and naked and vulnerable. 
In the story, we encounter a God who wants the despised and the outcast, the lowest of the low, the shepherds, to be among the first to hear this great news, foreshadowing the reality that this God in Christ will grow up to tear down the walls that we build, to erase the lines that we draw, and to throw his arms open for the whole world. And when we really sit with this origin story, we encounter a God who doesn't stand far off and out of the way but instead gets in the way, who chooses to enter our world as one of us, God with us, Emmanuel, to walk with us, to show us that we're not alone, to journey with us, to feel our feels, to to know our heartaches, our yearnings, our despair, and our dreams. This Jesus comes to dwell not in a mansion, but in a manger, not in some far-off distant place, but instead takes up residence among us in flesh and blood and bone and breath along the way, showing us what it means to be human, to be fully alive, to experience the life that really is life. We'd call that life abundant. Rejoice, rejoice. (laughs) When people um, ask me about our name, the local church, after they've gone on and on about how clever and brilliant it is, (laughs) after all that, I tell them that the name, really, the local church, is all about Jesus. Because on this night, we celebrate the reality and discover again that who is Jesus if not God made local? Who is Jesus if not God made local? This is who he is, love with skin on. The God who comes near. That's the miracle of tonight. It's the gift of Christmas, that God comes near to you and to me and to every person in every place in all of creation, in every corner of the world, that in Jesus, love comes local. And there's no place in our world and no place in our hearts where that light does not touch. No place in our world, no place in our hearts where that love that comes local does not shine. When God takes on flesh and breaks into our world, love comes local with healing for every broken heart, grieving what might have been. Love comes local with reconciliation for every fractured family. Love comes local with peace in every community ravaged by violence. Love comes local, bringing open arms for every refugee. Love comes local to disrupt and overturn every system of oppression and injustice in our world. Love comes local with belonging for every person who's ever felt less than or marginalized, subhuman, or alone. Love comes local with a light that shines in the darkest of places. So maybe you need to hear the Christmas story again tonight with fresh ears. Maybe yours is the heart that's broken. Maybe you're the one in need of grace. Maybe you're yearning for belonging or seeking light, grasping for hope in a weary world. Hear this good news, friends. Tonight, hope is here. Love comes local. At Christmas and the birth of Jesus, we celebrate love where you are where we are. Because when love comes to us, there's nowhere we can go where God is not. When love comes to us, there's nowhere we can go where God 
is not. God is with us. Love is local. Merry Christmas, friends. Amen. Hey, it's Allie again. If you love what you hear, share this episode or send it to somebody who could use some good news this week. We'd also love for you to leave us a rating and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more information about The Local Church, visit thelocalchurchpbo.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LocalChurchPBO. Until next time, love where you are. Thank you.